Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, on which I today have Alexandra Kocinska. She's the CMO at GetResponse, uh, which is um, an email marketing platform but also marketing automation platform. And it can do a lot more, but probably more on that later by Alexandra. But Alexandra, could you please introduce yourself to the audience? Sure, welcome. Super happy and excited to be here with you. Uh, yeah, my name is Alexandra. I'm CMO to get a response. Previously, I've been working as marketer, uh, scaling Uber a few years ago, but also working for uh, various tech startups, uh, both in the US uh, and actually like also like partially in Asia there. So I have a quite a global experience in the tech industry over the last, you know, 10 years or more. Uh, and at the get response, actually, as you mentioned, yes, that's actually exactly what we do. We are providing SMEs with uh, email marketing and marketing marketing automation platform. So if you want to try it out, there's also like a special link uh, for 50% discount for the first three months if you want to test it out. Because uh, I will be talking today m- rather much more about marketing as a whole rather than about our platform. So cool. great to be here. And great. great yeah. Cool. So what, what I'll do is I'll share that link in the, in the show notes. So listeners can always find that in the show notes. Uh, later on but yeah let's let's dive into the topic of today which is the email marketing trends for the year 2022 and very interesting because you you yourself have a platform um get response that that has a ton of users on it so it's not like a typical survey that you've done but rather a uh a, well a research based on actual user data and you distilled some yeah. trends from that. So I'm 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 looking yeah. forward to hear hear those trends. So so start off with trend trend first, Alexandra. Yeah, basically there are like five findings that we found out uh, out of the last year, basically data, and that's exactly what we what we did, right? Because we took the data from over one 100k uh, our users and customers from all over the world, from various industries, and we basically shared with you the data on what are the averages click rates, what are the averages open rates, what are what is the average conversion, and what are the basically like the trends that make the conversion go up, right? So uh, there are like five trends that we found out, and the first First and most important one is the still like the importance of personalization in the email marketing and marketing automation. So basically, what we see is that the click rates and uh, yeah, click to open rates and click rates and then uh, you know conversion rates are much higher. And here we are talking like you know like two percent versus three point five percent of the click rate. If your email, if your communication is personalized and obviously sent to a specific segment. Um, so uh, you should be definitely like personalizing your emails, but ju- just actually even don't stop there. You can go even further with the proper segmentation if you really want to uh, make your customers to buy your services or products. Mm-hmm. So what do you mean by personalization? Just so so there should be like a dear Alexandra in it, or should they should people personalize their headers, or should they personalize their content? What 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 trends have you seen? Yes, so basically there are various various things that the top performers are are doing, and obviously the very standard and basic one is just to include like you know your first name. That's just you know a must have, right? Like in the open to increase the open rates, to increase the click through rates. But that's just you know the very first step. And I think the ones you are talking about personalization, it's first talking about segmentation. So instead of 
sending you know one fix them all email to a base of 100k subscribers you should rather find some common characteristics some common attributes among various groups and prepare like you know five different messaging to five different segments so that the segments you are reaching out to will be much smaller but the content the messaging the timing the frequency we will much more relevant to them right so mm-hmm. you can personalize the content obviously with some insert custom fields but also you should actually match the email frequency to the engagement levels uh you know the timing the messaging because uh, there are various users you get in your base and in order to maximize that uh, that conversion rate the click through rates this is what you want to do you want to understand personalization as segmentation getting the the frequency getting like it all right but then mm-hmm. also like obviously uh like being focused on smaller segments to get the bigger open rates to avoid sending fit them all newsletters and the last tip i think would be also to get more personal so you know like making sure that you are sending your email marketing comms even if it's a welcome email from a person and not from the company you know add your personal photo there make yourself a human rather than you know like this big corporation that you are working for mhm mhm so just just from a uh, a marketer marketer's perspective it kind of seemed obvious to do this right but still probably your data will tell you that a lot of marketers are not doing this yeah. so i'm just curious to hear to learn this from from your data so how how many marketers actually personalize their emails versus the ones that don't don't do this segmentation and personalization yeah uh like uh, i actually don't have like the data right now i'm not sure if we can like you know share it but basically what what uh, like what we know is that it's like ridiculous like actually high numbers of companies even like super serious companies marketers who are not personalizing like the communication so even if you take like some uh, we call them like specifically brick and click uh, stores right mm-hmm. or like even some big e-commerces they're like you know like sending like the same email like to a group of you know half a million res- respondents right so wow. i would say that startups and smaller companies that's something that we see are much more are much smarter with the segmentation personalization than the bigger companies that's 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 super interesting trend right like absolutely see, like yeah. if you have a bigger list then you are caring less about personalization while you should be caring more right that's, that's absolutely yeah so so you're basically telling us that the bigger ones are just spraying and praying <laughs> they're just blasting yeah. sending blast campaigns I think it's more about it, you know, smaller like startups and scale ups. What they try to do is just, you know, they try to win every single customer, right? So they are mm-hmm. caring more about, you know, like getting the first traction. And then once you get a, you know, a subscriber base of let's say 10 million, right? Then or like, you know, 100k million, then actually like you, you don't care to create a segments of, you know, 20k subscribers because that would be a lot of effort for you. So it's okay just, you know, like to target, let's say, like the market similarly and even from my you know experience at uber previously like that was something that i i really I, i recall i needed to like explain that you know there are huge differences between the markets like you cannot send like the whole messaging like to let's say to germany uh italy and poland because there are these are like three different markets while the messaging should be like completely different right and mm-hmm. you know if you are running a global company then it's easy to put in bulk like you know like three countries that are you know close to each other right like this looks like you know three states in the US right <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely absolutely and so that's that's very interesting to hear that that's so it was something that i suspected but but you're seeing this on the data so what's the second trend that you've seen 
Yeah, uh, definitely like a rise of automation and AI. And it's really great to see that more and more marketers are leveraging like automation, transactional emails, uh, event-based marketing automation. So here we are talking about, uh, yeah, about actually event-based uh, automations that are, tre- that are, you know, allowing us to send specific communications via specific channels like, you know, SMS, email on the basis of the customer behavior. And that's great because what we see, for example, for some welcome emails that are triggered by, you know, the, the fact that you just uh, actually subscribe to, let's say, the, uh, the communication and some triggered emails like welcome emails have the average open rate of like 70%, while the global like at the average open rate for uh, for for any newsletters is rather about 25%. So, and then like for the triggered emails is like 35%. So, if your email is based on the activity, on the user activity, and it's like triggered by an event, then the open rates and click-through rates are like ridiculously actually higher than the, you know, like manual emails that we are sending. So mm-hmm. definitely like automation uh, and uh, like behavioral marketing is something that is on the rise and the companies that are doing it are getting like really great results when it comes to the average click-through rates. You know, the click-through rate can get even up to like 6% for a triggered email while the standard is like 1%, right? Cool. So you can get like six times more actually conversions. So speaking about AI, does, does GetResponse offer any functionalities that are AI influenced or AI enabled? So when it comes to like the AI here, like uh, like what we like what actually we are we are like offering is more with the website bouldering, and that's like but that's not really related with communication. So basically, you can build your website using just you know the AI and providing their few information to, to mm-hmm. us, and that's really great. So if you're a business person and you just want to get your business uh, website created in seconds, you can use like our AI creator, and here you are. So that's something that definitely we are doing. We also like are using some, but I wouldn't say that this is the AI, this is rather the machine learning, because there is like you know this difference between machine learning and AI. Uh, we do our we do use some algorithms, for example, for perfect timing. So we are basically analyzing your subscribers' activity, and then you just can activate like you know, you can just launch the perfect timing. That means that our algorithm will decide when this email should be delivered to, to your subscriber, because we know on his historic data. Uh, and we also predict like when is the when we will maximize the chances that they will open the email and convert, right? So cool. that's that's a feature that definitely we are using here, machine learning. Nice, nice. You're making me very curious about the, the last three trends because you're going to share three, uh, five trends, and we've heard two so far. So, so, so go ahead. What's the third trend you've seen? Yeah, the fourth one is actually rather like sad, specific for platforms like like us. Yes, uh, it's about you know saying goodbye to open rates uh, metrics generally. Mm-hmm. Because, you know the whole market was about you know open rates for the last twenty years, and as you may recall, last year Apple just introduced some you know significant changes to the privacy policies yep. that basically affect email marketers' ability to track message opens. Right, mm-hmm. so. Uh, basically, it works like this: that in the past, whenever a subscriber opened an email, tracking pixel would also load. And uh, right now, with this new update, Apple actually preloads all emails and naturally, you know, tracking pixels as well. So this means that you know, like you won't, you are not able really to look into the open open rates if you've got many subscribers using Apple Apple email. 
And Gmail also like kind of said that they want to do something similar. So the privacy is definitely a thing. And it mm-hmm. means that uh, we should be much more looking into the click rates. So whether the people are clicking or not. And, you know, like, and then also to, to conversions rather than to the open rate. So that's a huge change to, for all of the email service providers, definitely, and to all marketers. Absolutely. So um, another thing that, that comes to my mind here is that since you're based, your headquarters is in Poland, right? So you're, you're in GDPR area, yeah. so to say, which is very different from a lot of uh, ESPs that are basically American companies. Um, have you seen specific movements or trends within the European Union. So for example, from from what I've seen is that Germany is very tight on privacy and email privacy rules uh, versus the Netherlands that are very pragmatic, I I typically say. Um, Have you seen specific movements as, as far as privacy concerns in the EU? Uh, yeah, I would say over the last few years, yes, specifically, you know, from the GDPR arise like a few years ago. Uh, but basically, if we even look into the data and if we have a look on the open rates and then click rates, what is the difference between the countries? Like, let's say Germany versus uh, Australia, right? Or like Germany versus Brazil, for example. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good example here. Like, let's say Germany and Brazil, right? So, we've got a very strict GDPR-oriented country, Germany and Brazil, where Basically, you know, this uh, in a country that is like growing, but uh, definitely uh, it's not, there are no like regulations when it comes to the GDPR. Mm-hmm. And what is interesting is that like uh, the open rates and the click rates in Germany are much higher than in, in Brazil. It means that people are much more like kind of, uh, you know, self-conscious once they are really signing up to the list. And then mm-hmm. also GDPR means that you need to reconfirm your subscription to the list, right? So your the quality of the list, the quality of the users that you've got is much better. So once you are running any kind of marketing actions, you can, can be sure that the people you are reaching out to really want to receive your communication. And that's why the average click-through rate last year in Germany was 6% and in Brazil it was 1%, right? So uh, that's that's actually, that's that's a great like indicator of that, yeah, the list size are much lower and uh, you actually, yeah, the list sizes are much lower, but then the quality of the lists are much, much better because people are much more self-conscious. And then like GDPR also like forces some best practices such as, uh, you know, like double confirmation, right? Yeah, to subscription, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's a nice insight as well. So we're almost at the last trend. So, so the fourth trend, uh, what's the fourth trend? Yeah, uh, so actually like uh, like four, it's kind of like continuation of that that was there from the last uh, few years, uh, but it's related with the mobile accessibility. And uh, we see that specifically also after COVID, uh, like we see a massive growth of uh, the email clicks that uh, open, that actually related to, that happen on your mobile phone. So right now about like 46% of all of the clicks globally are coming from mobile devices. This obviously differs a lot when it comes to the country. Like, you know, in more well-developed countries, it's even more. So that's really good to look into our data to see, like, you know, which is the country that you are working in. Uh, But basically, what is super important here also is, like, the mobile-friendly designs, right? So uh, that's that's something that we do see. And uh, that's something that we are also, like, uh, supporting uh, as well, like, making sure that you are optimizing your, your messaging 
for mobile is even more important right now. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that's uh, that's definitely like a trend that if your message is like you know really optimized for mobile, you can get like twice uh, twice as much you know opens and clicks basically. Uh, if it's not, then you will definitely lose some traction. So, so uh, absolutely, that's, that, that's, that's very that's very important because. Um, I, from my experience, um, a lot of marketers still think like an email is an email. And if you send it out, it will look the same on every device. Yeah. Um, yeah. versus, you know, we, we uh, there is a lot of savvy marketers that do testing, like using litmus kind of solutions where they, they really look into as to which kind of mobile platforms are supported by my user base, what kind of, uh, iOS or uh, Google yeah. or what kind of devices are people even using on my list? And you know things like people using dark modes or white modes yeah. or all that kind of stuff is very important. So, have you seen any trends there in the mobile? mobile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's also like uh, definitely like the uh, the popularity of dark modes like arise like massively. I've seen some some data like it's like a growth like you know like last year was a growth of like over like one thousand uh, like one thousand percent on the monthly basis. So people are really getting like starting using the dark mode and there is also like a huge trend for all the SaaS applications there and the fun part is that like there are really a few organizations that have even like their emails and specifically the logo adjusted to the dark mode because I don't know whether you are using dark mode but once you are receiving an email in the dark mode usually like the logo is in is in, in is actually like invisible, <laughs> it looks right? crappy yeah, it looks yeah, crappy yeah, yeah yeah exactly so yeah. there are actually some special ways to and there are really great articles how to optimize your logo like or some graphics to make sure that it will be visible in dark mode and you know you can add some shadow or some glowing around glowing is one of the best actually ways because you also want to make sure that it's not going to be heavy but i was really amazed to see that even many you know email marketing providers they are not optimizing like this small thing such as the logo in the emails to, to the dark mode if if we know that you know right now about 40% of our users might be using you know the dark mode right 40% so, 30 about 40% 30% which is yeah. a lot of course so yeah. uh, again you know it's and as a marketer you could make the mistake of thinking you know I'm not I've never used dark mode so probably my user uses one but um, I've seen actually similar stuff because I I had never used dark mode until you know I someone told me that was even possible or I read it online and I started using it but if, if, when 30% of your list uh, subscribers are using dark mode. Yeah, you should really consider just checking what your email looks yeah. like on dark mode because I can tell you if you've, if you've never looked into that, you know you're gonna you're gonna be embarrassed probably when you see that email when you see see your email first time in dark mode because it usually looks very crappy. So as, yeah. as a marketer, you should really look into that. Correct, correct. So yeah. what's what's the last trend you've seen? Yeah, and the last actually one is about, you know, like if you want to increase your click rates, uh, specifically actually click rates and conversions, let's make your emails much more interactive. And here I'm talking about, you know, like and also like a little bit more fun, right? So here I'm talking obviously about the videos that you can like embed directly in the email, uh, but also like, you know, some animated GIFs that will actually showcase what you are about to tell. Specifically after COVID and, and during COVID, People are like, you know, last lacking this human interaction, right? So if you have something to say, it's sometimes it's better just to you know, record like this like 20 seconds video and say it and like embed it into the email rather than just to write it, write it. Because people are really, you know, missing this human, like, you know, interactions and like, you know, voices and, you know, like 
this personal 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 interactions there so uh that's something that we've seen also like a rise uh, when it comes to adding and embedding uh the videos and mm-hmm. also like embedding video like you know the funder quick rate has about like you know one 1.5 percent while uh the the the, the emails that have uh, the interactive content have actually about three percent click rate so it seems that we are actually interacting with them much much more Love it. So I, I love the the trends that you've indicated here, Alexandra. So um, we have a couple of minutes left. Um, so, and since you're also the CMO at GetResponse and you, you are also managing campaigns and doing your own uh, tooling there, um, I would, would like to ask you if there's like one tip that you would like to share with the audience from something that you have learned or that you had some great experiences with from your own experience or, or your own MarTech stack? Is there something like one tip that you can share? Yes, I think specifically right now in the current, you know, like economic situation, uh, there's like one tip that might not sound actually super popular uh, as a marketer myself, but I would say that like stop caring so much about news or acquisition start actually with, you know, churn and retention, right? Because it's like five times easier to retain your old customer, old user, rather than to, you know, acquire a new one. So stop spending money on paid ads, on like, you know, like social ads, etc. Let's start about, you know, activation, reactivation, like about making sure that you don't have any, you know, like gaps in the funnel, like bottom of the funnel specifically. And mm-hmm. then once everything is working well, then let's start spending your first, you know, money on the user acquisition, specifically via the paid ads. Because I see that many startups and scale-ups that I'm also like, you know, working and talking to, they're like, yeah, we're going to actually like, you know, have like all these great new users and we're just going to, you know, have this great PPC budget there. And it's like the worst thing to do, and but also the easiest thing to do, right? And uh, churn, like, and retention and activation are the key things that you really need to be looking at. And this, are, this requires, you know, like some more like analytical skills and understanding like why do people are using your product or service, but, but in terms of the ROI, it's much more, much more effective. So specifically in the current like economic situation uh, and, you know, like with many scale-ups, many tech companies losing evaluations and firing people, I think it's going to be even more important to think about this, you know, growth hacking and retaining customers rather than spending millions of dollars on the users acquisition. That doesn't make sense. That's some great advice. So thank you very much, Alexandra. I'll, I'll conclude the episode with this. And um, I will share a link to your LinkedIn profile uh, and uh, a link to get responses website with the 50% off coupon or discount code that you've offered. You can full find that in the show notes. And, and thank you very much for being on the show, Alexandra. Thanks a lot. That was a pleasure for me. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.